0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast and I am absolutely exhausted from that game, shout out to Newcastle Knights fans and in particular Canberra Raiders fans, that had me on the edge of my seat the entire game and I had no skin in the game whatsoever, Canberra Raiders fans, devastating way for you to finish but fuck You've got to be proud of your team. They were so courageous in that game. It was unbelievable. To come in that, to that game without Corey Horsburgh, without Josh Papali, uh, without Seb Chris, you know, a heap of guys missing. To lose Pudu very early as well, uh, just unbelievable. And look, I gave you next to no hope. Egg all over my face once again with the Canberra Raiders. They just, they've just got a mentality about them. And when their back's against the wall, they go, fuck it, we're not leaving. they just like a cockroach. They're unbelievable, the Canberra Raiders. So shout out to them. Um, entertaining game. Probably wasn't the highest quality footy, a lot of errors and whatnot, but, jeez, both teams, they just hung in there. It was incredible. And the Canberra Raiders, they really gave the Newcastle Knights a shake at home. Uh, wild, wild stuff. And uh, the crowd that was out there, obviously the Newcastle fans, but also shout-out to the Canberra Raiders fans. I know a lot of people would have made the long journey up to uh, Newcastle from the nation's capital that will drive back tonight, be ready for work in the morning. So shout-out to you guys. I'm sure some of you will be listening to this on the drive home. So respect to you guys. Uh, huge, huge knocked there, and all the Newcastle Knights fans that got out to support your team, it was absolutely packed, uh, and even, you know, at the end of the game, right at the end, you know, obviously it went extra time, one but not a single person left that stadium, it was uh, incredible, and the celebrations after were fucking wild, so shout out to all the crowd that was at that game, it was incredible to watch from the lounge, I can't imagine what it would have been like, and I think that's one of those games that if you were there, you will remember it. Forever. Um, Yeah, look, both teams, I just want to give full credit to everyone. That was an absolutely exhausting game to watch, to play it. I can't even imagine injuries. uh, Obviously, Pudu, he he was taken out of the game. You had guys cramping up left, right, and center. Jackson Hastings was taken from the field, obviously, at halftime. Been carrying an injury for the last few weeks. Jacko hasn't been playing. He's been named, but I I don't think he was any hope to play in any of those games. uh, And then comes into this week. And, like, I think it was pretty evident that Jackson is carrying something. I mean, even when he got injured before that, he hadn't kicked the ball once. Uh, KP and Gamble had done all the kicking. Uh, So I think that just shows you that, you know... Potentially, Jackson wasn't 100% fit coming into that game, but the coaching staff obviously made the decision, similar to what the Roosters did last night with Joey Manu, uh, that they, they need to get their best team on the park and that he could add something despite that injury. And I think it was the direction that Jackson was adding there, obviously. Uh, but yeah, wild game of football, incredible stuff, loved every minute of it. Honestly, I, I feel like normally when I'm watching games of football, I'm pretty good at live picking moments that are going to sort of turn games or decide games, and I always write them down in my notes and I highlight them in a certain colour. I have got about 12 plays written down here that I thought when they happened that was going to completely turn the momentum. There were so many. It was un. Believable, And I really thought early when Puru went down, um, oh, obviously this is my live reaction guys, so I'll talk to it pretty quickly, talk more about it in the rapid review and on Bloke in a Bar, but um, I thought the Raiders really came out fast. They won the energy in the first three or four minutes, and then Puru went down it sort of gave the Newcastle Knights three or four minutes uh, to regather themselves and get themselves set. So I thought the Raiders to then get themselves back into it after the Marciu try, which obviously went through the hands of Hastings, Gamble, KP, Best Marciu, a very, very nice try there. After that, I sort of thought, geez, that sucks for the Raiders because they came out hard and fast. Um, And then to manage to regroup themselves after that and then win the momentum back was incredible. Um, I thought that, you know, the Canberra Raiders had a number of sets on the Newcastle line going at them. And I did think it was bizarre that Jack Whiten just sat at left centre. I just, I don't know why you'd have your best striker. and And I know he did a number of good things down that left edge, 100%. But I just thought it was bizarre that in a sudden-death game of football, the Canberrators have their best attacking weapon just sitting down a left edge on that corridor. Uh, they tried to turn him under at one point. Someone read an obstruction, tried to do it another time, and I think he knocked it on. But I, I just would have given Jack a bit of a license to roam. I thought it was a bit of a wasted opportunity there. Um, but as soon as he did get an opportunity, and funnily enough, it came in defence, uh, a big tackle from Jack Whiten on Dane Gagai, knocking the ball loose. And James Schiller, he, of course, scored in the corner. James Schiller, a guy I didn't actually expect to be in the team to be honest with you. They had Albert Hopawate um, and they had Jared Croker on the extended. I thought one of them would come in for Schiller, but scored the first try for Newcastle. It wasn't his last try of the day as well. Dane Gagai, a couple of big mistakes throughout this game. Obviously, in the first half, I think he had two knock-ons coming out of their own end and then, of course, he knocked the ball on over the line. A huge play by Hudson Young there. A number of desperation plays in this game. That tackle by Hudson Young was huge. There was another one earlier in the game that uh, Phoenix Crossham made on, I believe it was, Matty Timico. Uh, It ended up being called called back It was a knock on, uh, sorry, because it was a forward pass, but for Phoenix to put himself there was unbelievable. Uh, I thought he had a huge game today, Phoenix Crossland. He was fucking everywhere. I got about three or four messages from people that were at the ground that just sort of said, mate, Phoenix Crossland, it's like there was three of him on the field. He got through so much work today, Phoenix. Um, I know he copped a little bit of, of crap in the media during the week and whatnot. I cannot. Fucking believe it. If you can't respect what this guy has turned into and the sort of hooker he is now, I, I can't help you. He has been very, very impressive. And it's going to be interesting next year. Drayden Braley, I'm sure he will be the starting nine. But good God, they are winning with Phoenix, and he's doing a lot of things right. So it'll definitely be a job share there. And um, Jaden Braley's got to cut out for him. Obviously, coming back from two injuries, uh, Phoenix has got them to a top-six finish. So very, very interesting. He got given an award the other night. I think the night in shining armour it was. And I, I couldn't think of a guy more fitting. So shout-out to Phoenix Crossland. We've praised him for the last 15 weeks, and I, I thought that was his best game of the season. It was his toughest game of the season. By far and away, he was very good. Um, we then had... A lot of mixed moments here. The Raiders sort of started um, to win the middle again. Uh, Gamble, he put in a great kick to find touch at one point. Gagai with with that other key error. Then Jack Whiten, there was a moment there, the Canberra's looked like they were going to score on the right edge. They they ended up turning the ball over. Marceau, he he ran away with it. Sort of put a really good move on Nick Kotrick. He hit the deck, and Jack Whiten came from left center uh, to bring down the winger on the other side of the park. A huge play by Jack Whiten there. And then after that was, of course, uh, Hudson Young's big play on Dane Gagai to knock the ball loose. Pretty incredible stuff. Um, Frawley, he went up the other end. He forced a line drop out A nice little play there. And then off the dropout, Mooney scored. Uh, Trey Mooney, obviously a guy we spoke about in the preseason. He's probably fallen behind a couple of forwards there, to be fair. I thought Atamariota in this game was Freaking huge. Uh, He obviously got held up at one point during this game, which is really tough. But I thought Trey Mooney, he was very good as well. Um, A play that sort of turned out to be kind of crucial for the second time this weekend, Jamal Fogarty. Missed not an easy conversion, but a conversion that you'd expect to hit nine times out of ten, I think, from memory. I could be wrong, and I'm happy to go back and watch it. Maybe it was further wide than what I thought it was. But I remember at the time thinking, jeez, that is a bad strike, um, and then Schiller. He of course scored just before half time. Some brilliant play by Jack Whiten down that edge. So the new, the, the Canberra Raiders they went in up at half time, very very impressive. Just before half time, obviously Jackson Hastings uh, he fell over, hurt himself, uh, and obviously that injury was playing up once again. And as it turns out, he didn't come off, come on in the second half. So a big big loss there for the Newcastle Knights, losing their halfback. back. Um, some key stats from halftime I thought were really interesting. Um, possession, 38% to the Newcastle Knights. So sort of explains why they were down at halftime. The Raiders had 62% of possession. That was always going to turn and even up. It always does in rugby league. For me, that was the completion rates that explained what was going on. 64% for the Newcastle Knights in the first half, 84% for the Canberra Raiders. So when you're going to you know, have a 20% difference in completion rates, most of the time that is going to produce points on the screen scoreboard, and it certainly did. We spoke about in the in the coach's clipboard that offloads were going to be key at halftime when the Raiders were up and on top. Five offloads to the Canberra Raiders, one to the Newcastle Knights, eight errors to the Newcastle Knights, four to the Canberra Raiders. Uh, and if you wanted something that was really telling to the Newcastle Knights, just not getting into their footy, at halftime, the Newcastle Spine, Kalen Ponga, Phoenix, Crossland, Tyson Gamble, and Jackson Hastings combined, they ran for a grand total of 60 metres. So very unlike Newcastle uh, that we've grown to know over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Only one Knights forward, ran for over 35 metres. I think that was Saifidi. So pretty grim numbers there for the Newcastle Knights. Jordan Rappaner, on the other hand, he ran for 150 metres in the first half. He was everywhere, is. He has had such a good finish to the season. It's been incredible. So hard to handle, so unorthodox. He was fantastic. Uh, Second half. We came out, and my God, we had no idea what we are in for here. Hastings obviously ruled out, so a very, very big blow for the Newcastle Knights. Thankfully, they had Kurt Mann ready on the bench, uh, who I thought was really good when he came into this game as well. Shout out to him. Um, I think it was Jamal Fogarty's first kick of the game. uh, Kicked it from about 35 metres out, a bomb that landed in the in-goals. Really, really poor play. They managed to... um, to, to sort of get away with it, uh, the Canberra Raiders with an error, I believe. But then they went up the other end. And uh, the big moment of the game here, Jack Whiten alleged to have bitten Tyson Gamble. I uh, thought it was pretty evident by Tyson Gamble's arm that there was a bite mark there. Jack, I don't know, the words that he used kind of admitted to it. He sort of said, well, what else do you want me to do? So very interesting to see what the punishment will be for Jack Whiten. Um, I did think it was bizarre that he gets put on report he literally says to the referee, what else did you want me to do? Essentially admitting that he had done it. Um, no penalty. I mean, pe- pe- people were pissed off that he didn't get sent from the field and I can understand that, but not even a penalty. I mean, there was literally bite marks uh, on the arm of Tyson Gamble. Maybe I don't understand the process. We, we obviously don't, d- d- don't see this very often, but I was very intrigued that essentially nothing came of that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what sort of a suspension Jack Whiten gets. Obviously, we've had pretty lengthy ones before. I haven't done the research and got the numbers in front of me. I'm sure we'll have them on bloke in a bar tomorrow. But obviously, Jack White has played his last game for the Canberra Raiders. He will be heading now uh, to the South Sydney Rabbitohs who, you know, they might be, out, be without Jack Whiten for the first, I don't know, it could be 12 weeks for all we fucking know. I've got no idea. The other interesting thing is, and I don't know if he's allowed to do it or not, but geez, if I'm Jack Whiten, I'm the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I'm seriously considering it. I'd be telling Jack, hey, you coming out of rep retirement make yourself available for australia and hopefully we can count those five games or whatever it might be and take that off your punishment. Now, it'll be interesting to see if he is allowed to do that. Maybe because it's international games, he's not allowed to, but I'm pretty sure that is the rule during State of Origin. So, uh, just thinking off the dome there completely. But yeah, bizarre little moment there. Uh, wild, wild scenes. Uh, Caelan Ponga bounced back with the next try. Uh, obviously, Fitzgibbon and a nice little offload to Kurt Man, who found KP on the inside, goes under the sticks. Huge, huge moment there. Dom Young then scored the next try. Uh, a very mixed bag for Jack White in this game. He got absolutely skinned by KP on this play. Went down the short side. Uh, found Dom Young probably through the pass a little bit early. Dom Young had plenty of work to do, but he is a fantastic finisher. He's going to be a great get for the Sydney Roosters next year. And then straight after that, Dane Gagai scored as well. Obviously, gambled to KP to Dom Young and then finding Gagai back on the inside. We tipped him on our preview podcast at $3.05 that he was the value play in this one. So hopefully you guys got on that. I think we also tipped... Kipped Lockie Fitzgibbon, who didn't score a try, unfortunately. Um Big moment here for me, Ponga. We, you know, it didn't really lead to anything, but it was just a big leadership moment. Ponga kicks off the left foot, leads the kick chase, and just absolutely cannons himself at Jordan Rapana. Had to sort of do it in a bit of an unorthodox way because one of his shoulders is fucked, which I kind of hate because it puts his head in the wrong position. We know KP's history, uh, but very good leadership there. Greg Marshall had a few errors in this game. He had a knock on just after that, uh, but Don Young, he still managed to score next. And I want to give Tyson Gamble a shout out here. Fuck, he did some good things in this game. He's pretty much had a hand in all the tries. We spoke, or at least one or two of the tries that we already spoke about. This one was his best. The Canberra Raiders kick to the left side, uh, and Tyson Gamble manages to clean it up. He's running away. Hudson Young gets in front of him, and he just he plays it perfectly. Here, he just pulls up comes to a complete halt, essentially, lets uh, Hudson Young get in front of him. So he, he turns it into a chase and sort of a blind spot pass into just a draw and pass, and he finds Dom Young next to him. Uh, Jordan Ruppeter, another big effort to get anywhere near Dom Young on this play, um, and ends up scoring it. Got a little bit closer than what I would have thought to defenders. But yeah, the Newcastle Knights went out to 28 points to 16 at that point, point. you sort of thought, okay, that's it done. Newcastle, they could score 40 or 50 here. They're going to absolutely run away with this game. And then the Canberra Raiders, we said they're like Cockroaches before, they just hung in the contest once again. Uh, Frawley scored, nice little dummy, and go, 28 points to 22. Um, I thought Bradman best in this last 20 minutes. God, he came up with some big defensive plays. There was a tackle on, I believe it was Emre Gula, where he shot up and made a really big play on him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices And then Matty Timoko on a few occasions got the ball down that right edge and he looked like he was going to give Bradman Best headaches and Best just stood up and just manned up on him very, very well. He was impressive. Um, what do we have on? Yeah, we then had the – the. I was about to say Craig Fitzgibbon. Lockie Fitzgibbon, uh, he had a knock-on uh, that the Newcastle Knights challenged. Um, that w- It was a knock-on anyway. I think they were just trying to buy themselves a few minutes uh, to get a little breather, but it did cost them their challenge. Uh, and then late in the game – Wow, Starling, what a try. Joey Tapanay, we spoke all week. or uh, not all week, but we spoke about in the coach's clipboard about the offload of Joe Tapenay. They love to play their second-phase footy, and this is a classic to Whitehead, draw and pass to Starling. Starling, I believe, a Central Coast boy, so sort of came through that Newcastle system, kicked the ball into the crowd, Kicked the, uh, ca- oh, kissed the Camber Raiders emblem, was very, very happy with himself. Um, so that made it 28 all, and we had a game on our hands. The Camber Raiders, they did have one more attempt late in the game. Joey Tapanay got a slight head tackle, head high tackle um, from Adam Ellett. He stayed down to get the penalty, which I think is fair play, but I also think it's fair play that he had to leave the field. So The Camber Raiders went into extra time without Joe Tapenay, had to go off for a HAA, which I think is fair play. Of course, uh, they didn't manage uh, to kick the Field goal there. I think it was Tyson Frizzell that charged that one down. A very big play. We then went to extra time. Not golden point. Extra time. How bloody good. I much prefer this, to be completely honest with you. Um, Canberra received... Uh, Canberra received um, Elliot. He threw a pretty shit pass to KP at one point. I want to give Adam Elliott a little shout out. I, I've been watching him very closely. He's in my draft team. It's been about six or seven weeks since Adam Elliott's thrown a shit pass. He played big minutes in this game and unfortunately came up with a loose play in that moment. Thankfully, it didn't turn out to be costly because uh, that would have been very, very rough on Adam Elliott who played 77 minutes in this game. He was everywhere, Adam Elliott. got through a stack of work, 48 tackles in this game. Missed a few to be fair, but 48 tackles. He was electric. By the way, shout out to Phoenix Crosland. I said before that he was everywhere. He made 59 tackles, Phoenix Crosland. He was exceptional. Um, very, very impressive game from Phoenix. Fucking tough as nails. Um, Yeah. So here we are in overtime, extra time. Uh, players are camp- cramping left, right and center. Uh, KP, he dropped a ball off a bomb. Uh, went up high for it, came down, sort of the impact of hitting the ground, knocked the ball loose and then of course the Canberra Raiders, they had a scrum uh, where they set up for a field goal and I think it was a Tyson Gamble charge down on that play, a very big play. We then went to extra time too um, and unfortunately Jamal Fogarty had, had a really good game up until this point, he had one poor kick earlier uh, put this one out on the full on around the 40 metre line, you've simply got to be better than that uh, when you get into extra time, it's just field position is everything. Uh, gaggle had a huge run in that set as well to get them into a very good spot and then the big moment came Kalen Ponga uh, the Canberra Raiders offside high tackle can't remember exactly what the penalty was for but KP had a shot to win the game there and that's where my notes finished because I spent the last 90 seconds or whatever standing up yelling and screaming in the lounge room which I'm sure the vast majority of you guys did but an incredible performance from the Newcastle Knights losing Jackson Hastings makes it really really tough during that game I assume he probably won't play next weekend I think Adam Clooney comes back in. I still think the Knights can win next week, to be honest with you. My money's going to be on the Warriors, but I'm not ruling out the Newcastle Knights. Uh, It's just going to depend how much that's going to take out of them. I mean, a 91-minute game, I think that was. My God, fucking brutal. That's going to take so much out of the Newcastle Knights tank. But is what they've built their season on, being resilient. That's 10 wins in a row. Unfortunately, the Raiders' season comes to an end. Uh, A weird season, obviously. You know, having the worst for and against of any top eight side ever uh, they then get in that game given next to no hope find a way to keep themselves in it um, it really was incredible stuff unbelievable so yeah unfortunate for the Canberra Raiders and Ricky Stewart and especially Jack White and Jared Croker who uh, either their careers come to an end or their time in the nation's capital comes to an end so pretty disappointing way especially for Jack White to finish uh, unfortunately we're probably all going to remember the end of his Canberra Raiders career not for you know some of the big plays he came up with in in this game, but for the biting incident. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, yeah, shout out to you Canberra fans that made the journey up there. Incredible stuff. And the Newcastle Knights, they live on to see another day. As I said the other day when we are talking about is the season too long and all that sort of stuff. Um, the thing that makes Rugby League the best is the urgency. When you add urgency to games, it just takes to another level. And we've seen that in the last two games this weekend. The Roosters game and, of course, this game. Incredible finishes. Might not have been the most high-quality footy of all time, But the urgency we saw, good God, it made it so entertaining.